When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Be Lifted Up. Be Lifted Up with the Successpert, award-winning financial educator, wealth expert, speaker, and author, Alfred Edmund Jr. And your co-host, life coach and author, D. Marshall. It's Be Lifted Up. Be Lifted Up. Welcome to Be Lifted Up, your guide to living an abundant life. I'm Alfred Edmund Jr. and I'm here with DC Marshall. And we have a great topic. What are you believing for in 2022? We're going to be talking about your readiness for change, whether you're ready to take control, whether you recognize who's really in control, how comfortable you are with that, and really talk about setting the tone of abundant living in the new year. What say you, Dee? You know, I'm excited about the show. I'm actually, I'm excited about the new year. So I think that's, that's, that's first. Um, and I'm also really in a reflective mode, which is typical at the end of the year, typical after Thanksgiving. So um, I love the topic for this show. Uh, what are we believing for in 22? Um, but I'm also excited to share, you know, some of what is precursor to, you know, believing for bigger in 22. So. Um, you know, almost like, you know, reflecting on the year, I do this exercise that I'll share a little bit later in the show. I just did it for a group of executives at a board retreat at the beautiful Salamander in uh, Virginia. So, so excited about the show, excited to share some um, tools and insights to, to really move us along. We are going into what, that would be the, the second year of this pandemic. And so I'm really hopeful. And uh, yeah, just really, really hopeful. Yep, 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 yep. So listen, everybody, this show, it is called Be Lifted Up. It's your guide to living an abundant life. It's about faith and finances and everything inspiring and everything good, great, and wonderful. You know, the Bible says in John 10, 10, it's the B clause. I've come that they may have life and have it more abundantly. The Bible says in another translation, I've come that they may have life and have it to the full. And I like to think of this as having it to the full, not lacking in anything. And so on this show, we're talking about what we are believing for in 22. But before we get to that, we just really want to pause and reflect on where we are now. And what I know about how to live an abundant life is being grateful and how it is that we step into gratitude, Alfred, is to really um, reflect on the time, the season, the year. And I know that the best exercise, the best way to do it. I do this one exercise, Alfred. It's, you know, um, uh, list the top 25 things you're most proud of. Another is a list the top 25 accomplishments 
for the year. And I know you've had some wins or accomplishments or however it is that you frame them. I have. So maybe let's just talk about that because it goes into this planning of believing for more. We have to be present with what we have, grateful for what we have, reflective of what we have. And so what was your most recent uh, win uh, that you want to share? Well, first, let, let me set the tone for this win and all of my wins. The seeds for those wins were planted when supposedly we were going through the worst periods of our lives. And I'll speak for myself that supposedly, and I say supposedly, you know, because I look back on 2020 as difficult as it was, as challenging as it was, most of the great wins that I'm enjoying now, the seeds for those wins were planted during this so-called horrible time, which goes back to the point that God is faithful all the time, not just in the good times, not just when everything's you know, rosy and sunny, not just when you know, everything's going well, but he's especially faithful when you think things aren't going well. And I'll give you a case in point. Um, most people who follow me on social media or know me personally know I'm big in the fitness and I've returned to competition as a natural bodybuilder um, as of 2017. During the pandemic, I, because we were shut down economic, you know, economically and every, you know, remember we were all isolated in our homes. I'm going stir crazy. I'm working out at home because I can't go to the gym and I get invited to a webinar, a webinar called Ask the Pros where us amateur bodybuilders can ask questions to pro bodybuilders. Well, to cut the story, not make it not too long. I went to this webinar and I won free entry to a competition, a bodybuilding competition in Florida for the US Bodybuilding Federation, a federation that I was not a member of, wasn't, a, wasn't involved in. Through a series of what I thought were coincidences, but it turns out God was ordering my steps. I ended up in Atlanta the week of the competition. It was like, well, I guess I'm bound to south anyway. Might as well go ahead and compete. Competed, thought I came in second, went home fine, all right. Found out later, I came in first. And as a result, won my first master's overall natural bodybuilding title in a, in a natural bodybuilding federation. And, and this trophy that you see behind me is the trophy. And I won't pull out my sword. But as an example of how something that I thought had nothing, it was probably during the worst period of theoretically my life or everything that we were going through, not to belittle that, led to a major victory a year later. But that victory was actually won long before I knew it was one. And I think that's the tone that I've been approaching my life with, that the victory is guaranteed. I'm not waiting for God to, for the, to give me the victory. I'm just waiting for him to reveal it. The victories are there. And that is kind of the mindset I'm carrying into 2022, that even no matter what it looks like today, the victory is guaranteed. I just need to be faithful and patient with God's timing to reveal it. You know, um, first of all, congratulations. And I will say this in terms of um, seed and harvest. And that is, uh, we reap only when we sow. We reap what we sow and we reap more than we sow. So I too am a big believer. Um, that's Bible, right? Reaping and harving or seeding and harvest. Um, and I too have been 
on a, uh, I would say a season of perpetual wins. And it's so funny because, um, you know, I'll, I'll share a couple, but it's so funny. Every time I've had a win this year, my mastermind buddy, um, EB would say, she said, D, you've worked hard. You, you've been doing this for some time. And so this is really just a manifestation of all of the work that you put in. Um, and so, so same thing, seed and harvest, just seeding. And, and so um, a little bit of background, of course, uh, my daytime job and how I feed myself and my furry child. I'm the CEO at Diverse and Engage. And this year we've had some significant wins. So from not just media contributions, but really um, some uh, awards. So being named um, Entrepreneur Magazine Top 100 Female Founders for 2021, which was a really uh, big win. Thank you, my friend. And we've had some others. So some others, and just to distinguish um, an award or recognition, very different from us contributing. So, but another big win this year, and it really has been, you know, solidified. So it's not just a one-off, but really uh, being named a DNI thought leader, being named a, a DNI expert by, let's see, CNBC. Um, being um, invited by CNBC, uh, Time, Fortune, Forbes, Inc. Magazine, pretty much every major business pub has uh, amplified, acknowledged, or, con or, or invited um, DC Marshall, CEO at Diverse and Engaged, to contribute to the conversation, thoughts, insights on diversity, equity, and inclusion. And it's just, it just feels really, really good but only and when you i just say black enterprise got a piece of that because we had you speak at our entrepreneur summit this year oh that's right 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 i consider you all family you know what anyway but you know what no alfred you did have me on your show in the beginning which i feel yeah. like was even maybe even last year so you're right actually alfred i think you were at the beginning you're right that was last year. And then all of the others uh, came after. So, so those were some of the wins. But like I said, I think the bigger win is the recognition versus contributing. And I think the acknowledgement as thought leader and expert or most influential. So I was named by ROI as DNI most influential uh, in the state of New Jersey. The entrepreneur piece, uh, the reason I love that because they named women of impact. And one thing about me, I value impact much greater than I do business in some ways, because business is business and I am in the business to make money. But when there's anything attached to impact, it just really um, speaks to me. And so I think what we are doing, Alfred, is the work that we need to do in order to believe for more. And the lesson or the framing for this, right? And, and we really should keep going. We should talk about our wins in a safe space. And I'm gonna share why talking about the wins um, is necessary. It's the law of reflection. The law of reflection says that we are to pause long enough for learning to catch up. And so before we go to break, I will share pausing to reflect is a development exercise for us to learn 
you know, Alfred, how did it happen? You've already processed how it happened. I have processed where I am and how I got to this. So, uh, you know, we just want to share as we're queuing up for how to believe for more in 22, what is the work that you need to do before we even get there? And it's being grateful now. The word of the Lord says that we are to be grateful in all things, be anxious for nothing, but to be grateful in everything and to give God praise. You know, Dee, you, you, you mentioned the word that I think is really critical for this conversation, and that's gratitude, but gratitude at all times. One of the other big habits that, that I integrated into my, my faith life and my daily life was I was given the gift of a gratitude jar at the beginning of the year. It's a beautiful jar. Um, and then it comes with two stacks of cards that just say gratitude on them. And every day, and I don't do it every single day, but just about every day, I write down something that I'm thankful for. And then I got to the point where I was associating it with a scripture. I'd find a scripture that correlated to that thing. And it could be something as, as big as my grandson that was born six months ago, almost six months ago, or something as small as, man, that breakfast I made this morning sure was bomb. And I'm sure glad that I got food to eat. The point I'm making about this idea of gratitude is that one of the major revelations that, that of many that took place for me in the quote-unquote isolation of 2020 going into 2021 was this idea, and Dee, you said it, we are to put in effort. We are to work. But our work is not what gets it done. God says when it's time to be done, I'm the one that actually gets it done. Our work, our effort is an act of faith that we believe in his, his, his goodwill toward us, his love for us to get things done. Why is that important? Dean, you and I work very hard. We're one of those people that's like crams calendars, crammed itineraries. That's right. People. Yeah. And for me, I think going into pre-pandemic, I got into the point where it's like, yeah, I'm making all this stuff happen. <laughs> I'm making stuff happen. Then the pandemic, none of us was making anything happen because all of it was shut down. And for me, that was very important because it helped me to break the connection between my activity, my busyness. Ooh, that's good. And what was actually getting done. Because when I was no longer busy, when I couldn't really be busy, God still provided in every meaningful way, every way. And I, and I had to sit there like, I ain't missed no meals. Nobody was trying to come kick me out of my house. My family's health was protected. So God was like, even if you do nothing, I'm, a, I'm God. I'm the one that gets it done. And that has become a springboard to some amazing gratitude right now, now that things are happening again. And you know, public speaking is coming back and, 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 and business is booming and things are, things are looking hopeful for 2022. But I now understand that it was too easy for us to get caught up in the resources, whether that's our job, our business, our, our income streams, and not focus on the source of those resources. And so now I'm like very clear, I am grateful, I'm gracious because I am focused on the source, not the resource, and I operate and I'm entering 2022 with, with a confidence that I can't say that I had, even as a man of faith, let's say in 2019 into 2020, that no matter what I do, whether I am busy, in demand, or not, God is providing anyway. Not, I'm not getting it done. 
I'm doing is an act of faith. And, and I have to say, it, it, it just fills me with hope and, and excitement and a certain degree of confidence that even if things go left, and when we're looking at a new variant of COVID and people saying, what is that going to do in terms of disrupting the economic engine that, that we're hoping is revving back up? I'm not worried about it. I'm like, I got proven during 2020 that I wasn't doing it anyway, that God is faithful anyway. So that gratitude thing is a big, big thing that I really hope our audience really takes seriously into 2022. Yeah, you know, you said one thing that just speaks volumes, and that is your realization that you are no longer operating in your own ability, which I, I love that because I too have had that aha moment. And what I'm thinking about here is the Bible says in James 122, um, do not be merely a hearer of the word or a listener of the word, but be a doer of the word. And so for many years, that was, I was in that space and season about doing, meaning being obedient to the word of God and to God's commands, right? And I think uh, that scripture, James 1.22, is powerful for all because it teaches us um, the responsibility of doing the Bible versus talking the Bible, right? But I'm coming back to something you said. But what I too had an awareness about, and this could have been the beginning of, of last year, about how I got stuck on James 122, doing, 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 and doing, doing, doing in my own ability, where if I am doing and making things happen, then I don't need God and I don't want to be there. Yes, that's why when you said that, I'm like, wait, yes. this happened last year, right? And so when you said that, yep, God dealt with me and it wasn't too painful. Luckily, I didn't get like knocked over the head, but it was an awareness. And so how I started praying differently, Alfred, I think it was the beginning of last year before the pandemic, because it was on my development plan. God, I'm believing you, believing for miracle signs and wonders, things that I did not effort. In other words, I was too stuck on James 1.22 and doing, and you can move into perfectionism. And, and, you know, I do, I have a lot of success routines and a lot of doing, 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 but um, I too had that experience. And so I just, I just really surrendered and like, you know, God, I don't want to be in the place where I am doing. So now I'm believing you, God, you own the cattle on a thousand hills. God, you are the ruler of all things. And so I'm believing for you to do some things that have nothing to do with me efforting. So I love that you say that. Now, let me tell you what happened, okay? Now, I will say I'm a favored, I feel like I'm a favored daughter of the king. I kid you not, because God has forever, I mean, I have perpetual seasons of wins where God has just shown up. But the end of last well, we, year- We have that in common. I tell people, Jesus is the king of kings. I'm one of the kings he's the king of. That's it. That's it. But the end of last year, so I got, uh, and I get this every year. I get tapped by a major television network. So I've been in these uh, relationships and courting, um, not because I pitched, not because I have a publicist, not because I have a business manager. It literally comes in. Well, every year it's a major. I've been to the major networks just because they found me. So last year, similar thing. Here we go again. And they call. And it was so, the details of this 
particular opportunity. It brought me to God, you must have something to prove because this has nothing to do with me. Meaning it's just, how is this even possible? But it was so perfectly designed. And so why am I sharing that? I'm sharing that for two reasons. One, to connect the dots in terms of when it is that we have seated, seated in prayer, right? Seated in prayer, surrendered our lives lives over to Christ in prayer, um, prayed the prayer of Jabez, which I've never prayed that prayer, but I've prayed a different prayer. God, show me how to take who I am, who I wanna be and what I can do and use it for a purpose greater than myself. And so, and then realizing where it is that, look D, this is not, something that you can do in your own will. You know, the word says not by power, not by might, but by my spirit. That means not by your education, not by your access, not by your contacts, but it would be by my spirit that you will be successful. And so I'm only sort of sharing that to connect these dots in terms of uh, God operating and moving as God uh, chooses to. And then also the, the harvesting of opportunities that have been seeded in prayer with God. Um, and where are we in this conversation? We are talking about believing for more, but being really reflective, being really obedient and in gratitude for the things that God has already done. So I'm going to hand this back over to you, Alfred, when we come back on the other side of the break. But you are listening to Be Lifted Up. It's your guide to living an abundant life. We'll be right back. Announcing the Mocha Podcast Network, an innovative lifestyle podcast network featuring conversations from a Black perspective. Curated with respected voices led by actresses and comedians Sherry Shepard and Kim Whitley. We're funny and we have a yes. point of view. We call that edumatainment. That's what we call it. Is that what it is? Veteran TV journalist Rolanda Watts. Shocking the heck out of everybody. The legendary Unky Divas in Vogue. This topic is girl groups in the industry. To syndicated broadcast personalities, Lonnie Love and Dee Dee McGuire, as well as an array of experts and activists. Mocha Podcast Network, a lifestyle destination with authentic voices and perspectives designed to enrich and empower women of color with a unique listening experience. More than a destination, the Mocha Podcast Network is a full-service studio that offers an ongoing portfolio of production, distribution, marketing, guest booking, and most importantly, ad sales. With a unique revenue model for podcasters that includes customized promotional campaigns created specifically around podcaster and targeted audience, service social media promos and pushes, MPN brand advertising, targeted electronic newsletter, experienced sales representation, for advertisers, the Mocha Podcast Network is a safe marketplace to align their brands with trusted voices, organically engaging the highly in-demand female consumer and more. With quality over quantity, from concept to completion, now is the time for content creators and brands to join the innovative Mocha Podcast Network and experience unapologetic conversations with a new perspective. Welcome back to Be Lifted Up, your guide to living an abundant life. And Dee Marshall and I are talking about 
what you should be believing for for 2022. We want you to give some real thought to that, but we don't want you to talk about that in isolation from what we've experienced in 2020 and 2021. God is faithful at all times, through all seasons. And we've already talked about gratitude. We've talked about the recognition that what we do and we should do as an act of faith, and this is another revelation for me, D, I'm not doing because I'm controlling the outcome. You know, there's a difference between doing for obedience. I'm just doing because I'm being obedient. And I think when we start doing things because we think we're our work, our effort, our genius, all of which we have, God bless us with, with ability, the capacity to create wealth, be blessed up with particular genius and talents. But we often will get confused when we recognize all of that, to think that that means we're dictating and controlling the outcome. And again, one of the main disconnects or reconnects was the idea that I am doing God's will out of obedience, not because of some guaranteed outcome. The other thing that touched my heart during the last segment, D, was this appreciation for the idea that, how can I put it, that as we move through life and as we go into now 2022, what we experience leading into this can't be disconnected from that. You know, it's not I had a bad year and now I'm having a good year. At the beginning of 2020, I kept saying 2020 is my year. And I would not let that go, no matter what happened in 2020 and even in 2021. Because I was like, every year that God allows you to live is a good year, no matter what you go through. And it doesn't mean that we haven't been through, you know, you know, many, many, you know, every possible challenge that you can have in this, in this human life. But I, I was convicted when I went back through Jesus's walk. He went through every single challenge, abuse, unjust conviction, unjust prosecution, unjust execution that we complain about, rightfully so, the injustices. He endured every one of those, except with one major difference from us. He was totally innocent. And he did it for us. And that really convicted me in terms of even, quote unquote, the trials, the tests, the times that I did feel like life was treating me unjustly, that I felt like people were treating me unjustly, that I thought whether it was the larger political climate or the encounter I had with a neighbor at the grocery store who, why are you not wearing your mask? Whatever it is I thought was the offense, it really changed my mindset to give me a better attitude toward the other thing that God requires of us, and that is us loving each other as we love ourselves. Loving him with all our hearts, all our minds, all our souls, everything that we are, and then to love our neighbors as ourselves. And we, as Christians, we can get real good at the loving God part and get tripped up on the loving each other part. And, and during this past year and a half, I really was like, you know what? I get it now that if Jesus still loved us despite all he endured and he was totally innocent and he did it for us, it, it was just a, another area of spiritual growth for me. And by the way, reduced my stress and anxiety levels tremendously <laughs> once I put that burden down. To yeah. say, you know what? Who am I to think that I can't have a little injustice every once in a while and yeah. still move on and enjoy my life and enjoy God's blessings? Yeah. You know, so here is where I will jump in um, because we're talking about and really creating space 
for all of us to think about what are we believing for in 22? And um, I like what you said about connecting the dots, right? It's not an isolated task or um, idea to prepare for 22. But I'm going to connect the dots from 2020. You said it was your, your year. You were believing for an amazing year. I will tell you in January of 2020, it was my year of disruption. I decided in January of 2020 that I was disrupting myself. I even facilitated my team meeting. Ladies flew in um, on my team. They flew in. I hosted in New York City. And I said, I'm disrupting. And here is what the universe is calling for disruption, unlearning some things, and really challenging every place where we are giving of time. Uh, and, and, you know, it just needs to be disrupted. So like I decided conferences that I'm not attending. I decided routines or habits or programs or initiatives that I'm not doing this year, because I really felt like the next level is in the disruption. You have to let go of some things. You have to unlearn some things. And so that was my year of disruption. And of course, the year was disrupted. Now, certainly, I did not know. But here is the message that I shared back then in our community. Uh, we did a Winrock remote virtual conference. It was actually going to be hosted at Unilever. Um, the makers of Dove, of course, were sponsoring a big conference for us. And it didn't happen. It got called off, of course. But here's what I share with the ladies. I go, listen, in terms of this pandemic at the first few weeks, I said, we have to be careful, grateful, and intentional in this season. And, and the three things that we just have to remember is one perspective. So this is what I'm going to share for us going into 22. We have to have to just have perspective on where we are. And what I said is we're coming out of this. Okay. So that's just, that's perspective where we are right now in this pandemic. Now remind you, this is March of 2020. One, you need perspective whenever you're going through crises, whenever you're going through seasons, whenever you're going to the next place, perspective. And the perspective is we're coming out of it. Uh, B, pick a team. Pick a team. There's an A team and the B team. The A team are those who are consumed with the details of the season. They're tracking the numbers. They're, they're tracking the new variant right now. They're tracking, right? They're capturing numbers and such. And I, that's the A team. But the B team are the billionaires. Let's call them the billionaire team. There's millions and billions to be made in this season in terms of real wealth and also in terms of impact. And so they're going to be winners who are going to come out on the other side of this. So decide if you want to be the one consumed with the details of the season when you're not, you know, unless you're a journalist or unless you're paid to be responsible for tracking the variant, back then it was tracking coronavirus, like, unless, unless that's your job, decide which team you want to be on, on the B team, solving problems, creating solutions, um, redefining your life, redesigning, and, and then the, the third uh, piece of this conversation that I was having that I think is relevant for our conversation for this show is decide. And I love the word decide. Decide is about making a definitive decision of, of between two or more choices. So I love the word decide. And what I said is decide how you want to come out. Decide how you want to come out on the other side of this pandemic. And so as we're talking about 
believing for greater in 22, decide how you want to show up in 22. Decide how it is that you want to finish 22. Yes, decide how you want to finish. And so I really just wanted to frame because this idea about disruption and then this framework that I use during the pandemic has really proven and delivered for me, right? Pick a team. I talked about the winners, right? I decided who I wanted to be on the other side of the pandemic. Not only have I had probably the biggest year in terms of visibility and amplifying the brand and the work, but also largest, the top Fortune 500 companies, Fortune 10 are our clients. Our presence right now at Diverse and Engage, UK, uh, Asia and the Americas. We're in 23 countries. So our biggest win in the season, you said that at the beginning of the show, and that's what made me think about this, right? In terms of biggest wins, biggest season. And not only did the television deal come, which a major network, right? Not only did that begin last year, this year in the last month, I've closed two major deals, major why? You said, D, I'm more interested in my own backstory. That's what you said about your winning your competition. You said, D, the backstory. I'm not impressed by the, the win itself. I'm impressed about how God moves yes. and how it is that the message do you get this? Because we're trying to help folks out in terms of don't get caught up in the win, don't get caught up in the outcome, get caught up in the process and who you become. And because in March of 2020, me supporting other people and getting perspective, encouraging people to be careful, to be prayerful, but to be really intentional, it manifested, it delivered for me, right? When I say there's going to be winners, millionaires, billionaires made, impact made, Right. And so all of the wins are the outcome, but I'm not caught in the outcome. I'm caught up in the message and the seeding. And I think for the show for right now, if there's anything, I think, Alfred, that we are saying um, or in agreement on, it's the seeding, right? Yes. It's the seeding of the conversation, the faith and the prayer. Does that make sense? It makes total sense. The seeds we sow in each other and in ourselves that, again, during the the, the, you don't eat the fruit the day after you plant the seed. That's right. So if you're not believing, then you won't be around for the harvest. You, you won't trust in the harvest. So yeah, listen, D, you said two words during this conversation that I want to kind of connect as we, we come down the home stretch of what we should be believing on the 2022. You said disruption and decide or decision. So let me tell you what, why those words mean something to me. But particularly the decide part, because I think you did a great job of talking about how we navigated disruption and what we learned. I had a revelation on my back deck, because now the other new thing that came out over this year, that I go have a conversation first thing in the morning with God on my back deck every morning, rain or shine, right? And, I, and it, I'm looking at, you know, everything God created. And I'm like, you know what? We are the only creatures in God's creation that can decide to operate against God's design. Everything else operates according to design because it doesn't know it to do anything else. And of course, operating outside of God's design is actually a foundational definition of sin, but I'm not going to go down that road. But we can choose to not operate um, according to God's design. And so when, when I, I thought about that and I was like, so my foundational prayer needs to be, help me to choose to operate according to your design as does every other, literally every other thing in creation. 
The second thing, though, when we're talking about the conflict between God's design and then what we choose to do, to pray for, to believe on, I want to go back to this idea of the prayer of Jabez or the prayer for enlarged territory. And I had another revelation, um, and this comes in part because me growing up from a background of lack, even though I work in a profession and in pursuit of abundance, I was like, how can I keep praying for larger territory, but then keep praying for smaller bills? Because that was the other thing. All the bills, many of them were eliminated because we got a moratorium on the mortgage. We got, you know, we didn't have to. So while income was cut, bills were taken away. And I was like, if the, when you pray for smaller bills, what you're asking for really is for God to let you operate in your own strength. Because when you operate in your own strength, you're like, this is what I can handle. You're looking at these numbers. You're not walking by faith. You're walking by sight. <laughs> I can see what my numbers look like. Therefore, I need to stay in this box of limitation. And I was like, but if I'm praying for a, a large territory, which was like my daily prayer during the pandemic, how can I be praying for smaller bills? So I started something really weird. I started praying for bigger bills. And because when you pray for bigger bills or bigger expenses or bigger demands on you, it does two important things that I think is important to carry into 2022. It acknowledges God's capacity to give you way more than you could possibly ask for. You know, that you can't outspend God, you can't outsave God, you can't outearn God, that if you operate outside of your own limitation, there's no territory you can be granted that God can't exceed. You can, so again, you get outside of your own self. The other thing is, and this is the, the, the biggest thing for me going into 2022, that was based on my experiences in 2020 and 2021, is that once you get out of your own box, you have no choice but to depend on God. The whole thing about enlarged territory is you can't handle it. You really can't. You can't handle it. It is beyond your capacity. And it does open yourself up, at least it opens me up, to possibilities that the very conflict in my prayer between more territory, more abundance, more prosperity, more opportunity, but please keep these, the expense down here. Keep, it removed that conflict and once again, opened me up to the real possibilities of now 2022. And, and I think it's important for really people to look at their prayer. Don't just pray your routine prayer, you know, based on routine scriptures. You know, you got to get past just reading the Bible to studying the Bible before memorizing scripture to actually studying scripture to this idea of if you are operating in any kind of limitation based on yourself, it's going to be reflected in your prayer. And it may not be about praying differently, but it probably is about praying differently. And in my case, I recognize I was praying for two things that were in conflict, more bigger territory and smaller bills. Wow. Interesting. You know, I'm thinking about, there's a woman, um, her name's Debbie. She, she, she does fitness. And, um, and for many years we were praying for her to become a distributor of God's wealth. And so immediately when you mentioned that, I just thought about, you know, praying differently, praying differently and having different prayers. In fact, a wonderful book. In fact, uh, it is, Oh my goodness, what's the book called? Oh, Circle Maker by Mark Batterson is an amazing book. 
about prayer and about stretching your prayer. And so- Tell me the name of that book again, because I need to get it. Mark Batterson, um, it's The Circle Maker. The Circle Maker. And uh, yes, and he talks about how God an answers or honors bold prayers and bold prayers honor God. When you are praying for small things, that really, you know, I think one of the measures is if you don't need God to deliver it. But I'll also say there's another amazing book on praying and to set up your new year. This is called hashtag pray live when 52 practical prayers for women. It's by DC Marshall. I'm sorry, shameless. Book. Okay. But, it, but there is a chapter on believing bigger and praying for more. And so you know, as we're talking about believing and setting yourself up for a win for 22, um, you know, the question and the, the exercise becomes right now, what do you really want? And I'm just talking to our listeners, Alfred. It really is about, you know, what do you want as you listen here, as we sit here together, what things jump out at you? Is it, you know, are you believing in 22 for just your health, right? To be in better shape. Are you uh, believing as you all are listening to us? Are you believing for new opportunity, a new job? Are you believing for increasing your business? Write down, you know, who do you want to work with? We have a wish list of our clients, uh, of our prospects. Um, are you believing for friendship or fellowship? Um, are you believing for hobbies, different hobbies? These are ways that you can think about believing for more. Are you believing to be more financially responsible? Write that down. Are you believing not just to be more financially responsible, maybe it is to be closer, to have a closer walk with God. Maybe it is, right, Alfred, they've heard something that we've talked about or, uh, or maybe get the sense that we know God, not that we're perfect. We don't claim to be that. In fact, I don't believe in perfection. I do believe in excellence. The Bible says in uh, 2 Corinthians 14, 40, it says to do all things um, Deo. Um, I call it hashtag Deo. It's decent and in order. Yes. And so maybe it is that you all or someone, you know, plugging in right now, you're believing for a home church. Maybe you're believing for fellowship. Maybe you're believing for closer friends. Maybe it is that you're believing for more time. Maybe it is that you are believing for quality time. Maybe it is that you're believing for restored relationships or restored something, uh, family, right? Maybe there's some estrangement. Um, with a family member. So this is, listen, if God is your God, if God is you all's God, because Alfred and I, we believe in the same God. His name is Jesus the Christ. And in fact, you need people to say Jesus these days because when they talk in other kinds of stuff, you don't know who they're talking about. When people say God, it may not be your God. And so we're talking about Jesus the Christ, okay? And so- um, and I gotta but, say, not the universe. The universe is a thing that was created, I don't relate to things. Right, right, right. And I always say the universe reports to God, basically. I mean, because God created everything. I don't give any room for anyone to claim anything other than God, unless it's just downright darkness and sin and a sign of the enemy. Everything else good? Oh, it probably started from God. Listen, you've been listening to Be Lifted Up Your Guide to Living an Abundant Life we've been having a powerful and we hope prayerfully a helpful conversation for you as you decide what you're going to believe on for 2022. We hit on a lot of topics, the expansion of territory, re-examining what we pray for, 
getting deeper into the word, setting real goals and being honest about what you want um, and being honest with God about what you really want. Um, and then being honest about how much you really trust God to help you to get what you want in accordance with his will and purpose and anointing for your life. And it's very, very important. Uh, Dee recommended a couple of great books in this last segment. I am reading or rereading a classic Success God's Way by Charles Stanley, um, which I think was written almost 20 years ago now, but it's still relevant in terms of framing what we want, framing what we want, whatever, however we define success, romance, money, career, children, health, all, yeah. all things good and perfect come from God. So whatever you're praying for, that's good. It comes from God. Yeah. Are you being intentional about aligning that and seeking God's purpose for your life? Because whatever success you're going to achieve, if it's going to last, it's only going to last in alignment with that purpose. In the 30 seconds we have left, the Bible says in Ephesians 3.20, God can do and will do exceedingly abundantly above all you dare ask or think. So I will leave you with that as you plan and believe for bigger in 2022. This is Be Lifted Up. It's your guide to living an abundant life. It's Be Lifted Up, your guide to living an abundant life. Announcing the Mocha Podcast Network, an innovative lifestyle podcast network featuring conversations from a Black perspective. Curated with respected voices led by actresses and comedians Sherry Shepard and Kim Whitley. We're funny and we have a yes. point of view. We call that edumatainment. That's what we call it. Ed is that what it is? Veteran TV journalist Rolanda Watts. Shocking the heck out of everybody. The legendary funky divas in vogue. This topic is girl groups in the industry. To syndicated broadcast personalities, Lonnie Love and Dee Dee McGuire, as well as an array of experts and activists. Mocha Podcast Network, a lifestyle destination with authentic voices and perspectives designed to enrich and empower women of color with a unique listening experience. More than a destination, the Mocha Podcast Network is a full-service studio that offers an ongoing portfolio of production, distribution, marketing, guest booking, and most importantly, ad sales. With a unique revenue model for podcasters that includes customized promotional campaigns created specifically around podcaster and targeted audience, service social media promos and pushes, MPN brand advertising, targeted electronic newsletter, experienced sales representation, for advertisers, the Mocha Podcast Network is a safe marketplace to align their brands with trusted voices, organically engaging the highly in-demand female consumer and more. With quality over quantity, from concept to completion, now is the time for content creators and brands to join the innovative Mocha Podcast Network and experience unapologetic conversations with a new perspective.